0: Welcome to a very special episode of The M4 Project. Uh, my name is Matthew Jelenic. My name is Michael Sullivan. And my name is Morgan Davidson. And I have a pet peeve. Ooh, ooh, pet peeve. When you go to McDonald's and you order a large sundae and they give you a small spoon, it takes longer to eat and yeah. you end up with a very real possibility of getting topping on your fingers from the rim of the sundae container as you try and deep. To dig deep down Ooh. to the bottom to get that sweet, sweet topping that's on the very bottom. Yeah, you know, that nice yeah, bit on the very yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. The spoon isn't quite long enough. No. Um, a small spoon is meant for a small Sunday. I'm convinced this yep. is a money making scam by McDonald's. Just think about how many super Sundays that they would sell a day, and if they gave a quarter of those customers small spoons, the savings would be staggering. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure this money isn't being used to fund things like uh, healthier food no, research, no. it would more than likely be put into research for some sort of substance they could put into the food. To that ma- it, more yeah, it kicks in after yeah. a week, it makes it more addictive. Uh, you know, it gets you back to and the store again, adding Sugar. more fucking, to the, more yep. profit. And so that, either that, or it's used to buy small arms to give to guerrilla armies around the world in countries that don't have very many McDonald's. Yeah, you know, this would be government to government help them yeah. and then they can go in and say look we gave you the small arms We're going to put a McDonald's on every second fucking We'd corner get fir- They start with the small arms and then end with the small spoons Yeah, and what do we know about this corporation guys? What do we know? It's run by a fucking clown <laughs> A clown wearing a brightly coloured fucking jumpsuit Who else wears brightly coloured jumpsuits? Prisoners, prisoners And he paints his face, he's trying to hide his fucking identity <laughs> My brains Criminal, he's a criminal. Criminal. Uh, You know, so next time you're at McDonald's, just think about it. If you, if yeah, I if demand, you... I demand a hundred and twenty-two million dollar at-home vote for Australia That's... to get a big spoon from McDonald's. Exactly right. If you are a large son you make sure you get the spoon that you are entitled to. If you don't, you are more than likely supporting the use of child soldiers in third-world fucking countries. If they say they have run out of small spoons, ask to see the manager. If the manager will not see you, go straight to a current affair. Rage against the clown. <laughs> the people have rights. The people <laughs> demand <laughs> bigger spoons. <laughs> okay uh yes we're a uh film, bot, uh film film show um the, what was uh, this was my week this week it was the film my Wizards from 1977 an animated masterpiece um <coughs> Yeah. Uh, so, Wizards, nineteen seventy-seven, uh, very iconic film. Back of the tin. It's uh, a post-apocalyptic Earth where, after the big bombs have gone off, uh, and world, the life on planet has reset. We have the ghouls and goblins that have come out of the radioactive waste, and all the happy fairies and everything else that survived from and then grows in the good areas. Classic good versus evil. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. Anyone so, else?
1: Zombies are the uh, mutants of humans, whereas the fairies come from the good of humanity. Yes. However, that works.
0: So, a set in a post-apocalyptic world after mm. a nuclear war. Yeah. Elves, dwarves, fairies, and magic yeah. return to yeah, land. Ma- basically, magic has replaced technology. I mean, yeah. Unless you're evil and you use the evil technology. But, you, yeah, you also have goblins, gremlins, orcs, and demons. Yep. Fantasy stuff. Yeah. And it's all really based around two twin brother wizards, Avatar Good and Black Wolf Bad. hmm And Black Wolf sends out assassins to destroy all users of magic. And this leads to the events of the film, really. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is definitely a product of its time. It mm. is also very, very heavy on the fact that it is anti-war propaganda. Yeah. Yep. Uh... Basically, it boils down to war is bad, technology is bad, nature good, Nazis bad.
1: I like that they don't go over how far into technology is bad, because they have swords and steel and weapons, yeah, which technology. is also and, technology. And, and at one
0: point, they're sort of like, no, technology is bad, so, and guns, and all these and cars, and all that sort of thing. Meanwhile, Avatar, the good wizard, turns a birdcage into a jukebox. It's like, <laughs> okay, so that's good technology, is it? Yeah. Mm. Right. The general concept was the old sort of ways being yeah. better than the, what technology was yeah. becoming and making. Technology is Techno- Yeah, it was like, technology led to war. War is bad, therefore technology is bad. Bang. There were so many ways you could take this film, though, it started to make my head hurt. Like, mm-hmm. there were so many little things... And this wasn't my first watch. I watched this. In, well, I think when I was about seventeen, yeah, eighteen, I maybe it a long, long time ago. so I re- recommended it because just certain images, uh, some of the characters' designs, that sort of thing stayed with me. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I, I remember watching that. That was cool. And then I recommended it, and then I watched it again. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh it was a little more gruesome than I was expecting it to be yeah so, you know, a, I saw, a a, saw the was awesome pictures
1: man. of it and I thought it was like a kids film and then you go into it and there's some pretty but, yeah. pretty gruesome stuff in there definitely. that I would think would make me quite sad as a child yeah no worse like... than Bambi
0: worse than Bambi yeah. yeah oh yeah definitely worse than Bambi um, what else can you say about it it's an adult what was it's an adult animated film yeah um, heavy on the rotoscope it liked to make you think yeah it liked to make you put connections together about the story that you're watching and how relevant it was to the world we live in both then and now I think anyone who watches it can find connections with whatever era, yeah. decade you're mm-hmm. sort of living in. Yeah, the film was very bold with its iconography of like a Nazi symbolism. Yeah, it, yeah. it dives it head, head first, where, whereas some other films would probably utilize. Alternate symbols as a reference to it to yeah. Nazism, and it's like, ah, oh, it's not quite a swastika, but it's their version of a swastika. This just flat out, yep, they've got swastikas, they've got footage of Hitler's playing. It's like, that's their secret weapon, just footage of the war, footage of Hitler himself, himself, <laughs> Hitler giving, himself, speeches. himself <laughs> giving speeches. <laughs> and so, it, yeah, it dove straight. It was like, yep, Nazis bad, Nazis fought because they have technology, technology bad, Nazis bad, yeah, technology bad. So basically what, yeah, but um, Avatar and Black Wolf go at it <laughs> and Black Wolf sorts of goes off to lick his wounds and then yeah. build an army and come at it. Come Over 3,000 years later. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, so I'll just quickly jump in. Uh, so it's after the, the big cataclysmic war and there's the good and the evil and there's this nice little fairy lady and she runs off and has gives birth to twin boys. One. Pure, happy, he's a good wizard, avatar, and his twin brother, evil and sickly-looking, black wolf. Blah. So it's very quickly established that one's good, one's evil. Evil one pretty much goes, I'm going to go hang out in the shadows. And torture animals. And torture animals and use my stuff for evil, and the other ones I'm going to be a happy little happy boy. Uh, and then eventually there's a, they fight against each other in a quick little war, mm. and then 3,000 years later, basically black wolf's been... Outcast and exiled, and he's often I think the mother shipments. is the
1: queen, and when she dies, yeah. it's a
0: fight for power. Yeah. He's going to rule. Yeah,
1: that's what the original initial conflict is about.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the film actually takes place three thousand years later, so okay. avatars are old, old and short. Mm-hmm. And yeah, stumpy he and looks, and looks like one, one of his toes. Yeah, yeah he, he looks toes. like one of the friggin dwarves from Snow White. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what how the story begins, and yeah, and then uh, Black Wolf sends out. A assassin who we'll get to in a second to uh, destabilize so. the magical community, community, community yeah, so and, that and we can get the war to start. Yeah. It's happening. So other than that going into characters, they're not really actors, are we? <clears throat> no, I did no, notice no. that Mark Hamill did play a short little part in this. He was Sean, the leader of the fairy, fairy Mo- woods no, the mountain fairies, Mount fairies? Uh, Yeah, okay. he was probably the. I didn't recognise anyone else. I'm sure they're big in the '70s animated yep. adult film industry. Yeah, there's definitely. Uh, <laughs> that's, Ooh. phrasing <laughs> phrasing yeah. Fritz the cat no uh, yeah. yeah so no no real huge names in terms of characters though any favourite uh, character yeah Avatar like I said he, he looks like one of the dwarves from Snow White he's quick-witted he's a powerful good wizard he leads the line of defence and attack against his brother um, he's a bit of a thing for Eleanor I mean who wouldn't she is a sexy fairy yeah like that, <laughs> I, I will say this for most uh, animated fairy ladies who are well endowed with bosom You don't often in animation see nip. No. Nip sticking Mm. through cloth. Lots of nip. The the, the character designers in this were like, fuck it. She'd she'd have nip. She has nip. Nip. (laughs) Um, What else can you say about Avatar? What else can we say about Avatar? Yeah, he he (laughs) reminds me of sort of your classic uh, children's book wizard. Happy, go lucky sort of guy. Just wants everyone to be happy. Doesn't really want to use his powers too much except for when it's convenient or yep. funny. Bad Avatar. Was he him. was a cool character. Okay. Necron 99 slash peace. Slash peace. Both uh, good and evil. That was the character that I could really recall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I he not I, it probably one. my favourite. I, I liked him. He, liked, yeah. he was a killer robot assassin yeah. who turns good after Avatar, Avatar casts a spell on him. He's sort of the redemption story yeah. for the mm. film in, yep. in a sense. He starts off bad and for 70s animated film he was pretty badass. Yeah. Like for animated yeah. film. He, I was like, man, this guy's Pretty fucking yeah. cool. Like, yeah. uh, for, yeah, for, he's got, for he's got a definitely a very cool design, but also a, a very simple design. Simple, simple design, cool, but also his movements and that sort of thing when he's riding yeah. around on his little horse yeah. thing, which basically looks like a sort of Dangly scrotum like yeah. creature <laughs> right. riser riding that through the wasteland so with his gun in hand yeah. and these switches because basically well Avatar doesn't I think even cast a spell he just sits him down and talks with him it's like well yeah you're being controlled by the big mechanism if we destroy the mechanism you can be free it's like I want to be free right. as Necron 99 though he had swagger <laughs> oh yeah he had that well he was a bad boy yeah. bad boy had swagger he was Black Wolf's go to assassin yeah.
1: Marky, any thoughts? I don't know what it is that I enjoyed about him so much. It was just, mm. he just had, uh, I don't, don't want to say nuance to his movements and stuff, yeah. but he was just...
0: Uh, Je ne sais quoi. His, his big feet were cool. I don't know why I liked... <laughs> well, because you know what that means. <laughs> He's sure. going to plough some fairies. <laughs> Dead set. Uh, uh, who else we have? We have Weehaw or yeah. Weehawk, I think it was. Weehawk, yeah. Yeah, Weehawk, an elf. I think I figured... Uh, he didn't really tell you much about him, either. He was one of Avatar's spies and he was the moral compass in this one. Yeah. You know, he just wants to sort of do the right thing. Uh, he's a pretty badass fighter though. Like, yeah. he, in one of the scenes towards the end there where they get into a bit of trouble, he kicks some um, serious butt. Yeah. He's yeah. Very quick to action. Like, he does, does a lot
1: of screaming. Yeah, he does do a lot. Of, and it's good screaming too. Yeah. Like, it's proper proper warrior screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Snap decisions. He's like, turns around and sees him. You know, sort out and coming after you. Yeah. Like, no hesitations.
0: Other than that, well, Eleanor, who I've already said. Yeah. I didn't really understand her story, though. Um, she was a... I, she She was the princess. So, basically, Avatar has been a long-term advisor to... The president? The president? Who was a, I didn't understand her story. Like, president, like, what the... Yeah. White, the Sorry. whole world? No, I think the uh, president of this particular kingdom. Okay. Uh, so, whereas, I think it instead of having kings and queens, this particular one just happened to have a president. So, she was... Well, it's funny, because she's referred to as a princess... So yeah. It's like, alright, so that's her father, so she's going to eventually take over. Cool, and he's, uh, the Avatar's apparently been training her up because she's a Basically, rookie fairy. fairy. Yeah, she's not quite. She got a wings. Yet. She had a yeah. wings. Yeah. She had wings, but had not yet fully unlocked all of her, her fairy-like her. powers, which I guess means have more nip. I Well, she, the way she was drawn was so distracting. She was this piece of you know animated eye candy, and she was thick. I mean, like pH fat. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, she would have the curves
1: mm. in all the right places. At one point, they're like, "What should we do now?" And Avatar's like, "I don't know. Let's wait a couple hours, and you can sit there while I think." <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> and a couple of her, she gives like, like, just it's like, "See mm. staring," you are like. <laughs> just gets like I think I remember why I like this movie as a child <laughs> There's some little seductive pose And the nips come out Yeah.
0: Yes. I think that film will work things in me Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, other than her you have Black Wolf mm-hmm. uh, The bad guy And uh, the evil twin brother Avatar uh, Who has found an old projector In the ruins of the old world Containing Nazi propaganda And war footage And he uses a type of shot and awe tactic to try and win the war ah yes it's his secret weapon fear he
1: yes. magically enhances his projector that seems to project it over all of existence
0: yes basically and on that fat <laughs> ass <badass>, no uh, <laughs> yeah so magical projector magic projector uh, yeah again shows what? the enemy the horrors of war, war. that's breaking their resolve Solve, yeah. whereas previously his forces would basically turn tail because they had no concept of leadership or any results so it was like well we just turn up and then we run away it's like no if you keep marching you can goose step across the land and take over everything and fight. and they like they were they were scary creatures so yeah. they liked fear and yeah, those and like, oh, like, this, is awesome. like being this scary and that
1: yeah. made it work it was the it. secret weapon that they're, they're involved they're invincible they're invincible when yeah. this has been this is being played and they yeah. can feel it
0: yeah uh looks and tone by today's standards pretty terrible oh
1: yeah i i would almost debate you on that point at some points it looks atrocious uh, but in at other points it looks really
0: good oh like, don't get me wrong for the time it was it was animated quite well i just think it, when you compare it to what you have n-
1: the actual now. okay when i say that i say the animated parts of the film aren't yeah. great but the actual artwork and oh yeah it's fine that too, there's
0: nothing, there's nothing yeah. with that it's as in the, the the type of animation they're using yeah. compared to what they have now very dated. it is very dated yeah, but it, it definitely it's dated uh, also, you don't often see... Well, I, I can't think of the last time I saw it, that amount of rotoscoping. Yes. Which is where they it's take hot. footage and then basically trace over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heavy-duty rotoscoping. Uh, also, the classic sort of manoeuvre from low-budget animation, which is reuse of mm-hmm. of animation. So you might just change the background or just show the same scene again multiple times throughout the film. So especially in battle sequences, you'd have these repeating oh. mm-hmm. and then it's a different scene and then it comes back to but it's a slightly
1: different background mm-hmm. so. is was rotoscoping a reasonably new technology at the time though
0: Uh like, in in the 70s it it had existed for a while uh it had been used pretty heavily in animation in the 70s so you you look at things like the original animated uh, Lord of the Rings heavy duty rotoscoping and Yeah everything. is that It's just a means of It's made like, by the same guy directed by the same guy No no, no. is that when they um like the well, one of the things I liked is when they gave like the real footage that negative style look yeah that's Is that rotoscoping? rotoscoping Yeah when cool. they had
1: all the people on the horses and the tank and the planes and stuff that were so they, they take and that trippy. footage
0: and through a mixture of uh, contrast adjustments and also just hand painting over the top, yeah. making those animated. And that would save a lot of money. Yeah, because yeah. Where, whereas uh, the, the costly feature for the costly process for animation is you have to have these people talented talented enough to sit there and draw the scenes in between your keyframes and yeah. understand how things move and figure all that out. Whereas with rotoscoping, rotoscoping you can give it to just about anyone Just like, just trace what the people on the footage are doing. Uh, And if you make it super simple and super simplified where it's just like, all right, just paint everyone black or just the shadows, just bump up the contrast. Now color in the shadows black, you got yourself some animation. Yeah, cool. Anyone can do that. That's why it's super cheap, just trace trace the shadows. I figured that was something like yeah. that. I didn't know it was called rotoscoping. Yeah. But I, I I didn't dislike it because it made it feel more... Because dis- it was mainly used during the fight scenes with yeah. the uh, the footage being played. Mm-hmm. And it gave it that disjointedness that made it seem kind of cool. And it was so over the top yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Like- the thing I did like about that was... Um, they used it a few times before with some of the horses and marching and that kind of thing. But having those flickering images of, like, this is the war, and then it'll cut into the rotoscoping, so it almost feels like they're coming out of the footage yes. and then rolling across. Uh, I thought that was pretty effective little sort of blending of the lines and uh, an interesting mechanism. I do just find it a little bit jarring, though, because it's like, oh, okay, I know why this was done. It was... <laughs> See, I didn't know why it was... I, I, had, a, I had a guess. Yeah i didn't know exactly what was done and because of that i didn't i didn't dislike it i yeah. sort of like the mashing of animations but mm. it was like a stylistic choice yeah, it that happened to exactly. also yeah. happened to be a, a bonus in money saving i like yeah. the way they did it especially in the last big war scene yeah um that mm. worked a lot better in that that one mm. that was more of a sorry excuse me uh, more of a drawn out scene as well yeah. as, <laughs> so Ha-ha, so ha, animation drawn out Ha-ha. Yeah. i meant that <laughs> Um, and the music was also done really well as well. There were some epic guitar solos. There yeah, it, wow. it felt like at any minute it was going to break out into just a trip fest guitar thing. Yes, yeah. musical pieces. Like, and so oh, some mm. of the, sol- the, the the solos, like yeah. You're like, oh yeah, this is yeah, It was good. They had that electric sort of vibe and the psychedelic feeling in, 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 in sometimes as well. Yeah, definitely. That was sort of all looks and tone, Mike? How was it overall? Was um, you like or not like.
1: By the end of it, I did actually enjoy it quite okay. a bit, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm a fan of just animation in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a little bit to get into it, but once I did, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the rotoscoping on it, to be quite frank. I did. enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed a lot of... Probably the part that I enjoyed the most about it was the artwork. The fairy? Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the nips were a close second. <laughs> just a lot of the artwork of the scenery shots and... Yeah. Just the, the, the dark tone, like the dark aesthetic of a lot of the art pieces that they made were really well done. Probably my f- my favourite part of it, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Morgan? The use of Nazi symbolism uh, was pretty neat, but towards the end, it felt like it was flogging a dead horse. Uh, you know, we got it. Nazis are bad. I like that Black Wolf was mentioned too a few times as Mein Fuhrer. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, rather, it gave you the feel for his character. He probably had... The most put into his character as well he, yeah. he had the most storyline to go off because of you can compare him to someone yeah. in, in real life overall it was a neat uh, little concept story it creates a world that's you know, one a, a wonderful world uh using many aspects of the time the source material uh and i must imagine it would have been fairly cutting for the time yeah. like the sort of story it was sort of trying to get across uh, I liked it it was the second time I've seen this film uh, I must say I picked up a few bits um, second time around symbolism wise that I didn't get in the mm-hmm. first watch and I imagine if I watched it again there would be even more that I could, yeah, yeah. could I pick could up one, I was like wow yeah cool. There was, a, there was a creature that was like pulling bits of meat off a carcass that was hung up and just
1: before the scene kind of swung around as a star of day, day yeah, way, yeah. which I was like I, was like, ah, I know what's going on now let's yeah. see what you, what this movie is going to be doing right
0: now um, yeah so there was <laughs> a lot of underlying story uh, that is relevant to the world today, and it was refreshing to think that it would have been just as relevant then, yeah. um, as to some of the reasons why it still is today, and others for reasons which were relevant then, but not so much as they are today. And whether that's for better or worse, it's yep. you know for you to figure out the time you watch it, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. Same as you guys. I like I said earlier, some of the. I'm not a hugest fan of rotoscoping. Quick side note, uh, I'm aware that rotoscoping's been used well, and I've probably seen a ton of it, and it's been fine. I'm talking specifically here about the cheap and nasty kind that you saw from these 70s productions, but where it used it, used it fairly well. There's a couple of times where I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I've seen the same, same four bits of rotoscope in a row. I understand you have a budget, but I don't know. I just just think you could have spent a little bit of money and done a little bit more variety. Maybe just flip the image. Make (laughs) it a little little bit different. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a a fine little film. Has a fun little message. Mm. Uh, um, Recommendations. Recommendation. I would say that some people might not enjoy it, just purely from an aesthetic standpoint. But... Yeah, I'd say give it a watch. Yeah,
1: that is that barrier of entry of visuals on mm. it that it, it is. I, I
0: really do like the fact that they had these sort of classic cartoon characters, but yeah. draped in shadow. Mm. And it's like, okay, this no, that dude got stabbed in the damn chest. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You thinking. don't see that on Sunday freaking... Oh, when they're getting like strafed by bullets. So,
1: yeah. yeah, like when they're riding the little thing and it gets an arrow through the head. And and just, like, yeah, woo. collapses. There's this blood puddle coming out of the that. Jeez, like, that's... That's rough. It's pretty yeah. full on for animated
0: film. Gee man <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh, um, I want to get the fuck out of here <laughs> I would recommend it. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, the second time I watched it, I still enjoyed it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be prepared to Maybe maybe like that um, iconography and symbolism yep. and and get a create your own story because there's a story going on but you're figuring like you're relating to how it relates to things in the world uh, whether then or now so that was fun for me I like those sort of movies
1: I feel it would be a very niche recommendation I don't think it's like a mainstream recommendation where you can say ah oh, you don't know, watch you don't mind watching a few films go watch this movie from the seventy seven I feel like it's got to be someone that's uh, Oh, I can't even really think of what it would be. Just a fan of classic animation yeah. or thought pieces from an earlier time period. Yeah. So I would say generally no, but the occasional yes. Okay. It's a very niche. Well, one of, of the niche. things I think it would say was, do you like
0: animated films? <laughs> yes, I'll try this one. Yeah. Do you like animated films? No? Don't even bother. Yeah. Don't touch. Or, or like, if you're like, do you like anti-war films? Yeah. yeah this is pretty heavy duty anti-war. Yeah. Uh Okay, well, so we're all sort of vaguely yes and that kind of thing. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll come back with some spoilers because my favourite scene is actually a spoiler. And we'll be right back.
1: You shall
0: not spoilers. That one didn't work. And we're back. Okay, so I have two (laughs) favourite lines from the film. Very early on, there's the... Fritz! They've killed Fritz, Mike! <laughs> God oh, you that damn, yellow right. fairy it's bastards! <laughs> oh, kill all of you! And his friend girl goes, No, man, it's okay, it's okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. It's like, Oh, you're not dead? It's like, Nah, no, I'm fine. And then the uh, think he ends up shooting his friend. I can't remember, accidentally. Like that, accidentally. He's like, Fritz, they killed Fritz! So I'm gonna take that soundbite, that's definitely going into our opening. <laughs> uh, and the big finale, the final fight scene. So throughout the film, there's been the promise of wizard battles. Like, yep. Avatar and, I reckon, Black Wolf had... had the the rematch. Fight. It's like, they had the big fight once before and Black Wolf had to flee with his tail between his legs. Like, we're going to get wizard battle. Finally turns up. All right, wizard battle time. Avatar sort of looks at... That, In uh, the Black... red corner. Yeah. It's just, sort of rolls up his sleeves He goes, I've got one technique mum showed me when you weren't around. And by the way thanks for changing his last name, you son of a bitch, pulls a gun out of his sleeve and shoots his brother in the chest. Bang! Wizard battle done! It's like, what? Another great part about that is the gun that he
1: uses is a Luger. Yeah. Which is a standard issue German pistol. Yeah. <laughs> used in World War II. Probably World War
0: Because it was coming out of, like, you, throughout it's like you're promising because they both used magic throughout the film. It's like, oh, okay, cool, wizard battle's going to happen, going to happen, going to happen. Here's a technique mum shot will show me. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Using the technology and yeah, the guns, three but... ties in the chest. <laughs> and he goes, "All right, we're done." There you go. Next, next week. week. I really gotta remember to get rid of that fart noise. Uh, next week's film was actually Morgan's choice, and he chose Gabriel, an Australian film from two thousand seven, uh, with a low, low budget of one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and starring Andy Whitfield. It tells the story of an archangel trying to bring the light back to purgatory. Uh, I think it's classified as action. Now give it a watch.